I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Brad Bannon. My co-host, he is in the house every Friday here. And he runs Bannon Communications Research, a polling message development and media firm. They help labor unions, progressive issues groups, and Democratic candidates win public affairs and political campaigns. More than a pleasure to have with us Brad Bannon. Brad, how you doing, buddy? My co-host every Friday in this hour and glad you're sticking around next hour. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. Uh, happy Friday to you, Leslie, and I want to thank you for inviting me back after I bombed as a stand-up comedian last <laughs> We love you, and actually, I think you had one good one, right? Oh, one good. Um, let's talk about some topics, and uh, these are some that I know that you picked. And uh, you, you know I'm a Fox News contributor, and I say yeah. that because I want people I watch to, you all the time. I want people – thank you, buddy. I want people to understand that I don't say this because I get a paycheck from them. I'm being very honest. Um There are people left and right, critical, even probably more on the right, of the Fox business debate with the the kitty table, if you will, of uh, Christie, Huckabee, and a couple of others, Bobby Jindal, and um, uh, who's the uh, fourth one there? I keep... uh, Uh, Pataki and Graham. No, Pataki and Graham actually didn't make it to the kitty table. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, no, it was uh, Christie and Huckabee. No, Chris is four of them. Christie, Huckabee... Jindal, and I'm trying to see who's – oh, Kasich, uh, are the four at the kitty table. Um, anyway, um, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee, have failed to qualify for the primetime Republican debate that's going to be held on November 10th. It makes them the first top-tier candidates to be relegated to the undercard round, to what you're calling the kitty table. Uh, this was an announcement that came yesterday from Fox Business Network. Um, do you agree or disagree with this? Because, you know, some people might say Governor Huckabee had a show on Fox News Channel on the weekend. He was a host. He was a contributor. With his low percentage ratings, if he had been on made stage, some people would say that, you know, Fox was manipulating things. And John Kasich as well as former uh, Fox News contributor, Ohio governor. Um, do you think this is the right decision or the wrong decision, just looking at it from, from numbers, not necessarily who is making this decision for this debate? Well, uh, yeah, just from a number standpoint, I, I can certainly uh, understand why the networks have to do something. I mean, you, you can't have 16 people on a stage together. It just logistically possible. I mean, if you had 16 people on the stage and you had two hours of debate – no one would really get a chance to say anything. So the networks have to do something. Uh, but I think it is a commentary on the sorry state of the uh, Republican Party uh, when, uh, you know, some of these candidates who are actually pretty substantial people. I mean, uh, you know, Chris Christie um, is the governor of a major state in this country. Uh, and, you know, he's got relegated, you know, to the kiddie table. Well, so was John Kasich, and, 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 and so form, in the past Kasich, Mike Huckabee I mean, had been, and, and so was I mean, three of them both. are. Three, Governor Governor uh, Kasich, Jindal, and Christie. Um, you know, Ohio, uh, Louisiana, New Jersey, you know, in, in important states. We're going to be back with Brad Bannon, my co-host and partner in crime every Friday here on the only true democracy in talk radio. You want to join us? 8886 leslie We'll be back after this.
Hi, this is Leslie Marshall from The Leslie Marshall Show. If you could be more heart healthy just by drinking a glass of earthy vegetable juice every day, would you do it? I know you're thinking, uh, no. (laughs) But what if this performance-enhancing veggie was transformed into something that tastes great and it was a circulation superfood drink? All right, I got your attention. But there actually is such a thing. It's called Super Beets, and I actually can help you try it. I can help you try it risk-free. Super Beets is loaded with vegetable dietary nitrates, and what they do is boost nitric oxide levels in your body. What does that do? Well, that is an equal, it, it, it equals an increase in energy and also stamina, but you do not have the shakes, you don't have the jitters, you don't have those stimulants. Dietary nitrates are incredible. They support healthy blood pressure. I drink Super Beats every morning. It gives me energy. Sometimes people drink it before they go to the gym for extra long workouts. So if you need that pick-me-up in the afternoon and you don't want the jittery side effects from caffeine, drink Super Beats. It comes in black, fairy, black cherry flavor as well. It's awesome. Now, I feel so confident offering this to you because I take Super Beats every morning. I've told you I put it in my protein shake. No joke. But I want you to try it. When I tell you in 20 minutes or less, you're going to feel that boost. Well, you can't believe me unless you try it. So here's what Super Beats and I are willing to do for you. Log on to LeslieLovesBeats.com. Click the order button right next to my picture, or you can call 800-305-6011. And when you place an order, that's just one order, you can get one free Super Beats canister that's an extra 30 days free, whole month, a free Beat the Odds book, free shipping and handling. It is an awesome deal. But you have to call now because only a few weeks for the special offer. So right now, remember, go and do it now. Go to LeslieLovesBeats.com today. Click the order button next to my picture before it all ends. That's LeslieLovesBeats.com or call 800-305-6011. Again, that number, 800-305-6011. Brad Bannon is in the house, and we are talking about the demo, uh, the Republican uh, debate that is coming up uh, live uh, from uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Fox Business is the host for this, and they're saying, "Look, there's going to be a kitty table for four, three of which are prominent governors." As Brad was talking about before, Brad is my co-host every Friday, and good to have him with us. Now, Governor Christie of New Jersey, former Governor Huckabee is not currently Governor Jindal of Louisiana, and Governor Kasich of Ohio. Um, do people get a seat at the adult table, if you will, Brad, just because they're governors of, of state out of respect? Or, you know, with this many candidates especially, uh, well, a couple of things. One, have we ever ever seen this many candidates at this point in the game uh, with the debates? One. Two, have we really seen this many debates with this many people in the game? And three, does the number of people uh, play into not just Fox but other networks' decisions to have people of a certain percentage or higher on that stage? Well, first of all, I don't think we've ever, ever had this many candidates in a race. And, you know, honestly, I don't blame uh, Fox Business News. Fox Business News has to make some kind of decision. I agree. But I do blame the Republican Party. They've mismanaged mismanaged this this debate system from the get-go. And I also blame Republican voters. You know, I don't agree with much uh, with Senator Lindsey Graham. Uh, who's been kicked out of the de- debate completely now. He didn't even make the kiddie table. But 
Senator Graham knows more about national security than all the other Republican candidates combined. And, you know, somebody like Lindsey Graham, who's not going to be the nominee, still deserves to be heard because he before. Oh, wait, 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 but I'm sorry, but, but Brad, think about it. I mean, you know, think about it. If this were a beauty contest, if you will, a Miss America, and there's, you know, all of the women on stage, and then there are the semifinalists, then there are the finalists, then there's the winner, I kind of look at it like this. And I'm not just defending Fox because I get a paycheck from them, although I am on a couple of shows on Fox Business. Uh, you can catch me on Monday, by the way, on Intelligence Report with uh, Trish Reagan, and on Friday with uh, Varney on Varney and Company on Fox Business, and, and pretty much uh, every Monday and Friday uh, going forward, you're going to see me on those shows as well. But, but here, here, here's the deal. I would say this no matter what network, CM, what, at, what, at what point, I mean, at what point do you say, look, there's just no possibility. Somebody is not going to go, would you agree, at less than 3%. When you have people that have numbers like 26% like a Trump or 23% like a Carson, especially with this many, you, you know, it's not just that there's not enough room at the table, but do they have a right to be heard? Yeah, but not necessarily in a debate because, like you said, the field is so crowded. The voters aren't going. The voters aren't look. Lindsey Graham is not going to be the nominee. Never mind the next president. And if these people don't know when it's time to pack it up and go home, well, then maybe the networks have no choice but to help make that decision for them. Well, I I don't. Again, I think. Fox Business News did the best it can under trying circumstances. Who I blame are Republican primary voters. I mean, if you look at, excuse me for saying so, but their two front runners uh, are jokes. Uh, and the guy, again, who has a, an expertise in a very specific policy area, I think Republican primary voters should be taking a more serious look at Lindsey Graham because he has more national security. Uh, you give, Brad, you're a Democrat saying what Republican voters should look at. And honestly, I, although I hear you and I do agree uh, that it's very difficult to take somebody um, who lied about West Point who I think has lied because we can't find the real people and he gave fake names and he admitted to that about his early days and who believes that archaeologists, uh, you know, for, for, for <laughs> no. hundreds if not thousands of years have been wrong about the uh, reason and the, uh, uh, the, the actual reason the pyramids were built and what was held inside its contents. I mean, yeah, and when we have another guy talking about a fence being, you know, a wall being built at this nation by another country, I'm sure, like I said, the Mexicans have a good laugh at that. Um, I think it's terrible I, I do agree with you uh, that the Republicans are to blame as to who is in the lead, but it's their choice. I mean, the world laughed at us when George W. Bush was voted a second time around, uh, elected a second time around, and so many people uh, had voted for him. Uh, let's take some uh, calls. Uh, Michael in the Bronx dropped. Michael, you can give us a buzz back. So let's go to Robert in Florida, line two. Um, Robert, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I know you wanted to weigh in on this GOP debate topic. Thank you for, for joining us and welcome. Oh, thank you, Leslie, and thank you, Brad. Uh... I'm not sure uh, Bush was elected either time. I mean, I, I still hold on to Ohio as uh, bought and paid for with some funny ballot boxes. But that's another story. Uh, the small table, I'm not sure Kasich is actually at the small table. Are you sure? I'm I'm so confused because there's so many. We'll look it up. Kasich made think- the cut. My producers will tell you. It, it, it's Jindal, Huckabee, Christie, and one other. I believe there are four at the kids' table. But yeah, I don't know. 
My question, my, I guess another thing I'm questioning, you guys just touched it a little bit, was, uh, you know, Ben Carson and Trump leading the race, the rat race, I call them, call it. Uh, where, where are those voters going after those two obviously don't make it to the end? Well, wait I mean, a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Brad, Brad's real good as a Democratic strategist regarding this. And, Brad, uh, please, you know, answer this. I think it's a decent question. You know, everybody keeps saying they won't make it to the end. I think you're looking at one of the two as a nominee, and I, I don't understand if it's because it's such a ludicrous choice that whether left or right, most people can't wrap their heads around it. But numbers-wise, this is where it's headed right now. Am I correct? Well, I think you have to look at Trump and Carson separately. I think Trump has seen his day. His support is is descending. Uh, Carson is ascending. Now, I think the jury's still out on Carson. Uh, in the last few days, he's made a series of gaffes. Uh, and if he can survive uh, the next couple of weeks without taking a big hit, uh, he may be the guy. Now, I think one possibility here, I think Trump is flipping, and I don't know, are the jury still out on Carson? I think if Trump keeps going down and Carson uh, drops, the guy who's likely to inherit their strength is Ted Cruz from Texas. Uh, he is a very, he's very conservative, and I think he'd be attractive to Trump and Carson voters uh, because not only does he have legitimate experience as a United States senator, but he's as conservative as the two of them. So he's the guy I'd watch out for uh, if they continue to slip. And again, I think the jury's still out on Carson. Carson, uh, he's had a very bad week, and it'll be interesting to see if he can survive or not. Nah, the jury came back. He's he's guilty. He's 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 done, in my opinion. Uh, well, I'm going to wait until I see a series of national polls next week. Uh, that will be the true test. Um, thank you for letting let me ask my questions, and I'll listen. Thank you. All right, thank you. Uh, appreciate that. Rick Santorum, by the way, is the fourth. Uh, Christy Huckabee. Bobby Jindal, Rick Santorum of the four, and George Pataki, Lindsey Graham did not make the cut for the kids' table. And then the rest of them, I think it's 10, uh, will be at that first uh, formal uh, debate. Um, uh, Brad, uh, so so you don't think that Fox Business made the wrong decision or any network. No, why, think- why are the candidates at this point, especially like Lindsey Graham and George Pataki, you know, who, who who don't even have what, you know, a two or not even, I mean, they're below a 2%, a 1%. At what it's, point do they say, uh, I yeah, don't have a shot? At what point it... do, wait, what one point do they say, I don't have a shot at this? And prompts people to ask, why did they continue on? Well, yeah, you know, again, I, 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 I it, to me, I think Republican primary voters should have given uh, Lindsey Graham uh, and, you know, certainly, you know, and, you know, a couple of the others uh, more of a chance. Uh, I think essentially what happened here is that, you know, two, uh, Donald Trump hijacked this race. Uh, and all, the only people to blame. Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. I don't like Trump. Voters. I don't, wait, Brad, I don't like Trump. Okay. However, how did he hijack it? The guy, like anybody, Ben Carson has zero political experience. Carly, well, Farina, wait, 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 Brad. Carly Farina has zero political experience. Why can't Donald Trump, with zero political experience, jump into the race? 
well, he can jump into the race. I, you know, he's free. Any American is free to run for president. Exactly. Uh, but again, I think Republican primary voters should be more responsible when they choose the person uh, who is going to guide this nation through the next four years. Yeah, but Brad, there's somebody right now on a conservative. There's somebody right now on a conservative talk show saying the same thing about those of us on the left with regard to Hillary. They, you know, think that she murdered. But we've only got three candidates. Yeah, but it doesn't matter about numbers. Is, is it quantity well, it or does quality? Well, put together a debate. I'm sorry? It does if you're putting together a debate on TV. No, I, I understand, Brad, but I think we're getting off of your original comment. Your original comment was that Trump hijacked this, and I don't feel he has. I mean, he started in the beginning. You may not like what he says. I certainly don't. But obviously, somebody does. And it's scary how many people do. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think it's absolutely scary that the two frontrunners uh, in this race, uh, Trump and Carson, uh, have so much support. And the two of them together... They have more than they have the support of more than half of the Republican primary voters, uh, and I think I you know I agree with you. I think it's it's horrible. In the past, and certainly this year is very different than the past in some ways, but there are patterns, and history can repeat itself. When you have polls like this, because in the past polls weren't really always indicative of who would become the nominee, and that does seem to be changing. How many of these people being polled? And I know you don't have exact number. Percentage-wise, approximately, how many of the people being polled and show up for these rallies actually turn out as voters who flip a switch? Well, that's a good question. I think when you're polling in primaries like they're doing now, it is very hard for the pollsters to figure out who's going to vote and who won't vote. And I think that's a real problem with primary polling uh, because it's a lot easier to figure out who votes in a general election. But in a primary, it's hard for pollsters to figure it out correctly. So I think there is some error there. Uh, David uh, sends us an email, and he says, Leslie Brad, remember 1988, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? They lasted a while. Well, yeah, but there were only, <laughs> there were only seven of them, not 16. <laughs> very, uh, a, a, a very, very true. Um, but you had touched upon... Wait, can Lindsay, I jump in as a yes. millennial? What is that referring to, Brad or Leslie? Uh, 1988, no one knew any of the major Democratic presidential contenders. They were unknowns. So they called them Snow White and the Seven oh. <laughs> For yeah. Dukakis, was that? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, he was known the, to those of us like Brad, who's in Mass, in and Massachusetts. I am from Massachusetts. But, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and to those uh, blue blood uh, Kitty Dukakis friend types. Um, and, uh, Brad, we have other things to talk about. Any more to say on that debate coming up on Monday from Milwaukee on Fox Business Channel? No, I guess the only thing I have to say is, you know, some of these people who have been kicked, you know, relegated to the Kitty debate um, or kicked out completely uh, are going to have a real tough time raising money and continuing their campaigns. So I think you will start to see a shakeout after this uh, debate's over. We just have a couple of minutes, and I know you wanted to touch upon, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on the president's rejection of the Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, What was that, Leslie? I said, we only have a couple of minutes, and I know that you wanted to touch upon the president's rejection of the Keystone XL pipeline. Yeah, it's a really big deal. I mean, two years ago, it seemed to me that President Obama uh, was trying to get the Keystone up and running. Uh, But 
today in a big victory for environmental groups, he basically killed the project. Uh, and uh, that's going to, you know, that. It will be interesting to see how public opinion treats him. I mean, basically, the polls I've seen show that Americans was pretty much split down the middle on Keystone. Uh, they weren't terribly supportive or, you know, much in opposition. They were split down the middle. Uh, but this is a bold move because it infuriated the Republicans. It infuriated some of the uh, labor unions, the ones in the construction trades who would get the jobs. Uh, so, this, you know, for a Good or evil, it was a very decisive decision uh, and a big victory for the environmental groups. No question. Brad's going to be with me in the next hour. Stick around, Brad. Stick around you. By the way, Brad's website is BannonCR.com. On Facebook, follow him there, Facebook.com forward slash Brad.Bannon1 or like him there. And follow him on Twitter at Brad Bannon. That's B-R-A-D-B-A-N-N-O-N. Brad Bannon, President and CEO of Bannon Communications Research.